Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. We're back. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Oh, you're doing good, huh? I am doing good. Oh, yeah? Well, we're back after our amazing weekend at Melville Music Festival. Um, This is Bold Nights Out. Thanks for tuning in. It is Wednesday morning. It is Wednesday morning that you are hearing this. Yeah, we're recording it much earlier, as you know. So, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the show. If not, welcome back. Uh, As always, after the second break, it is not safe for work time and to make sure you have your headphones nearby. Uh, This is your one and only early morning. Yes, we do get a little little fun, crazy. Well, I started to drop the F-bomb. I'm not drinking tonight, so I'll try to be good. Yeah, so we dubbed this uh, To the Market We Go. And I dubbed that because it is now the time for markets. Everything from flea markets to the um, uh, neighborhood flea, the I Made It market, the uh, farmer's markets are back every single weekend. It is now the time to go to market. It is. You got... um... Trader Jack's down, uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's in between, is that Presto or whatever? It's in between Bridgeville and Heidelberg. The one out um, North Park starts up. North Park starts up. Uh, um, yeah, but not only that, but the uh, the night market was just the other night. Um, and also the uh, Thursday farmer's market in the square is going to start up. And uh, Mount Lebanon's just kicked off this last weekend. Yeah, Market Squares. Market Squares started last Thursday. Yep. Uh, Or, or, sorry, the first Thursday in May. Was that last Thursday? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. It was. Uh, But that's always. That's always a good one. The Market Square one's always good. Uh Everybody's down at that one. Um, Mm -hmm. You are correct. Mount Lebanon's a good one by us. Um, Uh The other one, uh, Lawrenceville. Lawrenceville is very good. Shady, um, shady side. I've always wanted to make a guide to like the city's um, farmers markets. I really maybe this will be the year that we release. So one. I mean, my mom, my parents, and well, your parents as well. But my parents live in North Hills, and um, my mom swears by the Swickley Farmers Market on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom loves that one. We've That's gone hers. out as far as Edgewood. Yeah, we, we, well, we went out there because we had a reason to be out there, and then we're like, oh, wait, they have a farmer's market going on. Let's check it out. Yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. But, of course, you can buy everything from, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables to steak to meat to olive oil to wine to... The the, the one down uh, Market Square, for sure, has three of the local vineyards down there and and, uh, meaderies. And cheese! And cheese. Cheese is always a good thing. Yeah. So off to market we go. So check out your um, Facebook pages. Check out all of your local community on your local farmers markets. Um, I love this. Our very first part. What are you drinking? Um, we had a uh, pretty fun Saturday. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna combine this with. What we did drink this last Saturday. Because currently I'm drinking Mountain Dew from Arby's. And water for me. And where to drink this weekend. So, (laughs) we went to Movo Music Festival, of course. If you paid attention to our Facebook page, our shows, and everything else, we were all up and about... The Melville Music Festival. We were this last everybody weekend. from the River's Edge was out and about for the. Um, and we Music had a Festival. blast. We were on the air early Saturday morning, and then we were Facebook living the rest of the day. So if you paid attention to our Facebook page, or you can go back now and check out some of the videos from the weekend. Um, but we also <laughs> snuck away to a brewery while we were there. Well, we had Whoa! just paused to be there. 
Yeah, one of the venues was Grist House. And we had never been to Grist House. We have talked about them multiple times on this show. We've had other We've members had of Bold Pittsburgh go. other members of Bold go and review them back when we very, very, very first started. Um, but we had never been ourselves. We partaked in their beer just a few weeks ago at Shitface Shakespeare. However... This was our first time at their brewery, so... We've had their beer several times, but this yes. is the first time at the brewery. So, where to drink is Grist House, and what did we drink? We drank the Haze Adelic Juice Grenade, uh, which, uh, by far, right now, is my favorite local summer IPA. It is a nice, big, citrus bomb in your mouth, nice hoppiness on the backside, just good all around, nice IBUs, uh, very, very, very light, crisp, refreshing. I think I it's like, a 6.5 ABV somewhere I around I liked there. how pretty it looked in a cup. It does. It's very hazy and... and uh, it looked like sunshine. It does look like sunshine. Uh, <laughs> it, it looked it, like sunshine in a glass. It does. <laughs> it, it, I mean, you can't see through it. It's awesome. Um, just a, a nice... Porch beer, nice session beer. Uh, I say it's a session beer. It's six five, which to me that's a session beer. But really, um, it, it just a well balanced, good fruit, citrus, nice uh, bitterness. Just just enough. It was really really good. Um, I'm glad I got you that one instead of the one you really like. They have that. They had the camp slap red on. I asked which one you liked. They you said just give me a damn beer. Um, I needed to sit for like a yeah. half an hour and just well, we, unload. We were walking around Millville to the different venues that had the uh, bands going on. Uh, we popped in, and we ended up in the back of the library uh, listening to folk music and heard right. other music. And we crossed over a bridge, went up an alley, and crossed over another bridge, and ended up in Grist House. So we're like, yeah, this works. And um, <laughs> I mean, we knew we were gonna stop there eventually, and we knew where the brewery is and so forth, but. We just kind of came in the back door of it. <laughs> um, you know, they have a huge, huge patio outdoor area. Uh, they have the bar area inside. Um, they have like a little deck area going on. Um, apparently from other friends of ours and, and on uh, different Facebook pages that we follow. Um, they are puppy friendly. They're very, very puppy friendly. And All shout out to Tilly the Pitbull. No, Tilly t- 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 wasn't a pit bull. T- oh, Tilly was an English bulldog. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a English bulldog. Um, Shout out to Tilly in the Crosby jersey. Right. And, we, saw uh, your, we saw your Instagram page today. How but, adorable um, were you? Apparently, they, they were excessively busy due to the event, but... Uh, we also, that was an understatement. But also, we found out that on Saturdays, they are very busy and talking to others that live in Millville and go there on the weekends... That Saturdays they are are you know if you're not there early you're not really getting a seat, so we got a seat. It was we in did the get back. a seat. We had to, we, had to, um, we we fought our way for those, but there was the bar was about three deep. Uh, the full outside was full. That's where the band was. Um, they did have two food trucks. Um, the beer was light and fruity. It was very hoppy. It was a little sweet. On my end, it, I could not finish mine. Um, I had no problem helping. Of course you didn't. Uh, the atmosphere, completely awesome. Totally chill. Um, yes, it was busy. Um, uh, did I find a stool to take a load off? Yes, I did. Uh, pet friendly, of course. Puppy friendly. Um, I did mention Tilly, the English Bulldog, was adorable. Um, she was walking around all day wearing a Crosby jersey, um, and she's a little adorable. You can look her up her Instagram, um, and she was so cute. Uh, she was drinking, she was, um, the only reason I found her was because Stickler's Pop was there, which was the popsicles we had. Right. Um, and there's an adorable picture of her eating a popsicle from Saturday. I was like, wait, that was the bulldog from uh, the other night. Anyways. Back to Grist House. Go to Grist House. It's where we say you should drink this weekend. However, on Saturday, get there earlier. Be prepared to fight for a table. 
Yes. Um, where to eat? Well, I, you're listening to this. I'm recording on a Monday night, late on a Monday night. Um, I'm having a marathon week at work, so... Yeah, it's record now, or it's, you miss or a, we, we miss the show, so... Um... Decided to record a little early for so you folks. So, tomorrow morning, I am joining Visit Pittsburgh out at, um, Union Standard. So, I didn't look up what... If they're surprising us, the chef, um, is surprising us with food. Um, so I don't really know what we're eating. However, I'm in love with how this place looks. Um, and of course it is, um, how do I describe this? You're, 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 you're Contemporary American eatery. It's just, uh, it's so pretty looking. And, it, I can't wait to go tomorrow. And I'm really, like, it's a raw bar, but they have lunch, dinner, dessert, cocktails, beer, and wine. Everything from oysters to onion rings to... Uh, it, I just, I can't, like, wait for tomorrow. Um, And then I'm going to come home and be in a food coma and go to sleep. I hope you're in a food coma and go to sleep <laughs> because you have to work an overnight for work. Which is very rare for you. Seriously, steak tartare. Like, I mean, come on now. And wood grilled salmon. Or salmon. uh, Crispy halibut sandwich. And a lamb patty melt. Um, So, I am psyched about this because they haven't been open that long. Um, They are in the... They're I'm in, just trying to find Union, where they are. Union Trust Building. They're in the Union yeah, Trust they're, Building. Yeah, they're in the Union Trust Building across from uh, uh, Mellon 3 Building right there on uh, William Penn Place. William Penn Place in, uh, is that 7th, 7th Avenue right there uh, that comes down. Uh, you know, it's a very nice location. They, they totally redid the Union Trust Building. And uh, they have yeah, a few different... Realize. It's next to Omni William Penn. Yeah. Um, so right next door. Yeah, they totally redid that whole building. I totally was a block away. There's a, there's a couple uh, new places that are... Uh, uh, on the other corner on the Grand Street side is where uh, the new Eddie V's is, which is um, Darden's uh, high-end seafood restaurant uh, for there. So I think... That I'm very oh, and of course it's like a block away from my favorite, one of my favorites, which is the commoner. Correct. So I'm very much so looking forward to this. I um, will hopefully have a little update for you guys next week um, on how this is. So where do you want to eat this week? So I'm sitting here thinking, and as I, as I'm watching the weather report and so forth, it's gonna be like 80s degrees and so forth. Which means you're gonna eat ice cream. No, <laughs> you're close. But if I happen to find myself in the north side on a nice 80 degree day, where would you go to cool off? The river? No. Gus and Yaya's ice box. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't find yourself in the north side on an 80 degree day, you need to get a guy. You just take up. yourself to the north side, yeah. right there uh, in West Park. Um, yeah. Go over and get yourself an ice ball from Gus and Yaya shaved He's ice. It's gonna be. It's around. a great time. I mean, it's it's Pittsburgh oh. tradition. My mom's been going there since she was a little girl. Um, I know all my aunts and uncles have been going there since they were little kids. My grandparents have been going there since, I mean, my grandparents since passed away, but I mean, they've been going there for, uh, you know. I know that there have been at least two or three occasions that you and I have had, like, a Pittsburgh day. Oh, yeah. And ended up over there. Yeah, whether we were driving or just walking or whatever. Or biking or whatever, yeah. I mean, I love Gas and Yaya's. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, just... That's an authentic ice ball, too. 
It is. They have the big brick of ice right there. He's got the shaver on top. And can I tell you, speaking of summertime is here, do you see what opened this last weekend? Um, Kayaks on the river? No, that isn't open yet. No, oh, well, um, let's see here. Um, the beer garden at Hotel Monaco? No, that did open, but with a luau. Mm. Um, no, uh, another place for amazing food in Pittsburgh that you can only find during the summer. Um, food trucks. No. <laughs> you hate it. Okay, what is it? Kennywood. Oh, Kennywood. But of course you can resist some potato patch fries. I mean, I love me some potato patch fries. And, and some somewhere. funnel cakes. I, I, I just get annoyed with Kennywood anymore for the crowd. Well, that's why you should go late at night when the crowd isn't there. Like, pay for the after 5 o'clock ticket. I don't think they have that anymore. Yeah, they do. They do? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Kennywood's gotten so ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, I, the, the, the last cost I saw on it was like $45 a day. It is. And they don't have the, you know, and, and a lot of, they took away from a lot of the um, older people that went for the party days where... They just paid the $9 to get in the gate, and if they rode anything, they bought riding tickets and mm -hmm. whatever else. Because, you know, how many 90-year-old Italian grandmas on Italian Day actually went and, like, rode all the rides? They didn't. They sat in the... That is true. You know, they, they, they played uh, Bridge and Pinochle and all that stuff in the pavilions. I mean, they, they've kind of cut that out, and, and I don't like it. I um, have gone once since I moved back. Um, I went a lot when uh, my oldest daughter was younger because uh, we would go. That was back when you could pay $10 and then you pay the tickets. And, um, of course, she was just all about kitty land and I never uh, had a chance to ride the big ride. So I just took her into kitty land and ate some food and then we would go home at the end of the day, ride the carousel and stuff. But um, I've only gone once since... And it was my birthday, so I felt like I was treating myself. There you go. But, um, yeah, Kennywood has some amazing food. They just talked about some new food upgrades this year, too, so check that out. And I know they have a beer garden. They do. It's not very elusive. It's not very beer garden It's not very beer garden what you think. But, um, and they also limit you on how many you can drink and everything else. Well, of course, because they don't want you stammering up to the Steel Phantom and then stammering your ass off of it. I'm okay with that, I mean. Or just Ralphing on the Pittsburgh Tower or the Pittsburgh Plunge Tower. Right. We wouldn't want projectile vomiting from beer off of any of those types of items. So, you know. That is true. <laughs> so, we uh, kind of talked about where to drink this week, which was Grist House. But um, also, we suggest getting out to any of the outdoor patios local breweries that have the outdoor patios um you know uh, one of the things amanda likes to do is i like to go hit golf balls so we go up to uh cool springs and i'll go hit a bucket of balls and amanda sits on the patio and you know has a glass of wine or whatnot and does some work reads a little bit while i hit some golf balls so uh there's something there on that aspect if you do not partake in golf and your significant other does um or you can just totally ditch them for the day and go sit in the beer garden at Penn Brewery. You can go sit in the beer garden at Penn Brewery and just <laughs> do whatever you want to do there. Read a book. Read a book. <laughs> do some work. Connect to their free Wi-Fi. <clears throat> Anyways, so I think we're ready for our first break already. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're going to fly through this episode because there's not too much going on this weekend. Yeah, because a lot of the big stuff happened last weekend. Well, we were at Melville Music Festival. It also was Beers the Berg. And, uh... Which I'm sorry if you couldn't get an Uber out to Beers the Berg. I heard a lot of people were having problems getting rides out there and stuff. So I'm sorry yeah. about that. We had, uh, Z Trip was a sponsor for us at, uh, Melville Music wow. Festival, which was good. Alright, let's take a break. She's yawning. Really? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm having a rough week. I'm sorry. Um. Anyways, stay. Oh, and now who's yawning? Oh, busted. Contagious. Okay. <laughs> anyways, stay tuned. First up, another word from a friend at the Riverside. <laughs> 
Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game, every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. And we are back. Sorry about that. I swear to goodness, I had a lot of caffeine today. I swear to you. She did. Now she's crashing. I I probably am, and that's what's wrong. Um. Okay. So Wiggle Whiskey, of course, one of our faves, is having an event this uh and not this weekend, but next weekend on the twenty sixth. So get your tickets now. This is called the Multi Bear. A wild whiskey release party. And this is in cahoots with dry lag. And you should go get your tickets now. Because they will probably sell out. Um, and of course sugar misal is molasses now as I try to pull this up. Um, Of course, I've got spinning wheels now. Let's see that I try to pull it out of a stupid computer. Anyways, um, also, there we go. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there we go. So, Friday, May 26th from 6 to 9.30 at night, a Wiggle release party of multi-bear whiskey made by a Wiggle collaboration with Dry Lag. Oh, wiggle. Oh, my goodness. And how does Terry Boyd? This spirit is funky and weird. This got us a party to match. Details are coming soon. Including the $15 ticket is a dry leg beer, a multi-bear cocktail, whiskey sampling, live music activities, and the first to have the opportunity to buy a bottle of his very limited release, $34, 375-milliliter bottle. So, get your tickets now so that you can go to that. Uh, also, in the same week, on the 25th, is the, I think it's the first one of the year, the Pittsburgh Underwear Bike Ride. Uh-oh, the Undie Bike Ride. <laughs> and it, of course, ends at Penn Brewery. So, yes, you can, um, starts off at 46th and Butler, show up in your skimpies, grab a bicycle, and, um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Ride your bike all the way to Pembury where you end in a beer. It's all around town. Are they starting in Lawrenceville this time? They this are the 46th. Right. Street. So we have um, one I'm going to throw in here is uh, goes kind of all weekend. It's May 19th to the 21st. It's at Robert Morris University. It's the Pittsburgh XXXIX oh, God. Spring Spectacular Sports Memorabilia Show. Uh, it's a memorabilia show featuring 250 tables of sports memorabilia being offered by vendors uh, from all 20 uh, from over 20 states. These 25 athletes will be signing autographs all weekend. One free autograph um, guest each day with the first 250 paid admissions. Um, I'm not. They, I don't have the list of who's there to sign. Uh, typically, it's current and um, a lot of former. Um, professional sports athletes and so forth and they each usually have their own rules of what they will and won't sign and so forth but that's just something that fun with if you're a sports nerd um, like you you're the only person that would go to that actually no I'm not <laughs> hey when's the Hello Kitty van coming May 20th the Hello Kitty van is coming by the way okay the Hello Kitty cafe food truck it's gonna be at Ross Park Mall it's gonna be at Ross Park Mall if you love Hello Kitty this is your one and only chance to get a Hello Kitty food and you had something about this I event. I did! This is this weekend, the 19th, the Abbey Arts Festival. This is put on by the Abbey on Butler Street, so it is down there uh, um, at the Abbey on Butler Street. Um, artist market, body painting, glass blowing, silent auction, art installation, screen printing, tarot card reading, community canvas, outdoor stage, vintage apparel, and poetry. So there are bands, um, both nights, the 19th and the 20th, there are artists, and on the 21st there's a vintage marketplace. So 
this is pretty cool. It's its like own little arts festival in Lawrenceville. Um, which is completely different than what the Shady Side, the arts on Walnut, and everything else. So it's kind of really cool. Uh, there are tickets to it, but I don't know if these actually cost anything. Hold on. Get in. Um, I'm scoping now. Uh, $5 to get in. So, there you go. That'd be a good time. Good good weekend day, you yeah. know. You could go see some bands and scope some art down at the Abbey. Grab a cup of coffee while you're there. Or a cocktail. They have a very good beer selection. Nice cocktail list. They do. Um... Also, now through the 21st, so this will be the last weekend to see the um, Death of a Salesman at Pittsburgh Public Theater. So please make sure that you check that out. Um, it was a great show. I laughed. I cried. I literally wanted to throw something on the stage. Um, uh but it was a great show. I really, really loved that show. So it was the first time I ever saw it. Um, I really enjoyed myself. And for a low ticket price, it was a great time. It was a great date. So if you're looking for something to do this weekend um, and you have date night planned, just head to Pittsburgh Public Theater for Death of a Salesman. And you got one here? I do. Uh, our friends over at Penn Brewery are going to ah, do the Bottoms Up the Yoga. Bottoms Up Yogurt and Beer at Penn Brewery. Uh, it's this, uh, see, this is uh, this time we are teaming up with Northside Staple to bring you Bottoms Up Yoga and Beer at Penn Brewery. Enjoy invigorating 75 minute yoga flow and reward yourself uh, for your efforts with uh, two tasters and a pint of tasty Penn Brew. Uh, send good vibes to Mother Nature because weather permitting, yoga will be held outside on the terrace, which is their beer. Uh, the terrace is above the beer garden. It's a nice big open space. Uh, it's excellent. They have a grassy area up there. Um, let's see. Uh, in the case of rain, uh, they will be moved indoors to Penbury's beautiful uh, Eisenhall, which is the event room. Uh, let's see. There will be plenty of free parking in a double deck lot behind the buildings. Uh, parking lot across the street, uh, bring your mat as only a limited number will be on hand. Additionally, towels will not be provided, but may but mat spray will be available to use. Bring a towel if you wish. Refunds are not available, but tickets are transferable if you can no longer attend or wish to sell your ticket to a friend. Email northsideyogapgh at gmail.com for more information and let uh, and let them know if you're going to be a new attendee or not. This is a 21-plus yoga event. Of course it is because... It's at a brewery. It's at a brewery. <laughs> oh, and while we're on the yoga kick, guess what kicks off next weekend? Is that be the yoga in the... the what's that room? The down? square! Well, yoga in the square, but don't they also do the one that's in, in PPG in the atrium? No, that's during the winter time. Okay. So, if you listen to us over the winter, you know that we always talked about uh, yoga in the winter garden. This is the same people. They do yoga in the square. So, this is free in Market Square, Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. You go and do some yoga for free. So, you know what time of year it is when the weather gets nice? What? Car, cruise, and car oh, show God, season. Here so here's the first one I saw. is coming up this Saturday. Um, oh, it's a classic Chevrolet one, yeah, too. Yeah, classic Chevrolet at our old stomping grounds in Bellevue. Uh, if you've never been, they closed down all of Lincoln Avenue, the main street through Bellevue there, um, between, uh, what is that, Fre Fremont Avenue and I believe Star Avenue. And they just line all Lincoln Avenue with classic cars, muscle cars, bikes, even newer vehicles as well. Um, and they have that. That's going to be on this Saturday the 21st uh, from 12 p.m. till 5 p.m. But this is that time of year where you can find a car cruise or a bike night pretty much any night of the week. And um, there are even a lot more over the weekends, which is fun. Uh, also, there's a show that we're going to next week, and does it run a, a whole 10 days, or does it just run um, for a week there at the Benham? 
Oh, Dirty Dancing. Yes. Is coming. It opens on Tuesday, I believe. Now, is this from our friends at the Cultural um, Trust? It is from our friends at the Cultural Trust. Yes, thank you very much. Um, so another show is Dirty Dancing to see this uh, next week. Um, I don't know exactly how long it is playing because I'm horrible today. Um, <laughs> uh, through the 28th. So May 23rd through 28th. Heinz Hall. It's actually at Heinz Hall. I'm sorry. It's not at Benidorm. It's at Heinz Hall. It is at Heinz Hall. Tickets are available through the trustarts.org site. Dirty Dancing, the classic story on stage, returns to Pittsburgh. So, if you love the movie Dirty Dancing, go see the play. I'm totally excited to see this, actually, because this was a movie we all watched as kids. And we had, you know, Kevin Arnold's dad. Or not Kevin Arnold's dad. He wasn't. Uh, it was the um, um, the guy from Law & Order. He passed away. You know, played played the dad in the movie. Of course, Patrick Swayze. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, you know, rest in peace, Patrick Swayze. And, you know, of course, I'm sure his song will be in there. In that uh, Yeah, it, I remember Dirty Dancing being a young girl. Um, was the very first movie where I had, you know, um, my best friend's mom be like, you have to come over and watch this movie with this really, really cute man in it. And then she would sit there and sing all the songs and dance. And we would just sit there and be like, he is hot. But I was like in third grade. So of course, like, you know, at that age, it's like boys, he <laughs> kind of thing. Patrick Swayze didn't change a whole lot through the years. No, he did not. He did not. Uh, another thing coming up, uh, for those of you that have, this is very family friendly. For you folks, uh, for those of you that do have uh, larger families and necessarily can't afford or um, like dealing with the larger crowds or so forth at the Pirates games at PNC Park, um, the Washington Wild Things opening weekend starts this weekend, uh, May 19th and the 21st is the Washington Wild Things. They, of course, are down in Washington. Uh, tickets for those Washington Wild Thing games, I think, are as low as like $5. Um and they also, uh, so they are a minor league baseball team. They are not, uh, they're in their own uh, league. They're not an affiliate with any of the major league teams. But it's to chance to see, you know, really good competitive baseball. Young guys, eight, 18 to, I don't know, I'm not sure how old the oldest guy on the team is. But they definitely are playing to get to the point to play for the Pirates yeah. and in the major leagues. Um, very good. Uh, there's going to be a fireworks uh, and first free shirt Friday of the season is going to be on the 19th. They're going to have a magnetic schedule giveaway on the 20th. The 21st is their first kids day of the season. Autograph oh. sessions, kids run the bases and so forth. Nice. Um, they also do, um, Friday's going to be a community night, uh, for them. Um, and then there's going to be another community night that they're doing on Saturday as well. Uh, so if you've never been down to the Washington Wild Things Stadium, it, it's very intimate. It's very close. You have a very good chance to get in the foul ball. Really good competitive baseball. Get to see a bunch of young kids uh, before they make it to the majors. And it is very family-friendly atmosphere, family-friendly pricing. Um, I think you can get a hot dog for a buck. <laughs> you know. Man, uh, if you can I think they're like a buck, maybe $2. A Coke's like $1.50, $2. I think a beer's 5 So just to bounce off of that really quickly, too, by the way, coming up, get your tickets for the next uh, and the next home stands is Flow Riders playing. Yeah, that's Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, so it's after... That's the 20, is it the 26th that he's playing? Yes, the 26th, that so game Saturday? night. At the end of the game, they take a short break, they erect a, a stage, and Flowrider is playing. So if you like Flowrider, come down and see. It is included with the cost of your ticket. So see a great baseball game, drink some beers, watch Flowrider. It's kind of cool. Um, also, this weekend, totally forgot, but great family-friendly thing, is the Pittsburgh Children's Th Theater Festival is this weekend. So three days worth of plays that are family friendly and you will um have a blast a few of them are interactive 
And then there'll be things like um, jugglers walking around and all this other stuff. And you're going to go from this to talking about heavy metal now. Well, I, it just popped up and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. So we all, everybody on Bull Pittsburgh knows that we like Black Forge Coffee up in Allentown. Uh, Black Forge Coffee. Everybody. I'm the one that drinks it. Like, Well, you do. <laughs> everybody knows that we like it. I, okay, you, you, you love it. I I drink some of their fancier coffee drinks. I'm not a big coffee drinker. Uh, but in the, you just drink it black like your soul. But no. <laughs> but anyway, so up at uh, Black Forge Coffee House in Allentown on Arlington Avenue on Friday night, May 18th, coming up this Friday, super duper hot and spicy show with Grey Walker and Heart Sick and more. So it's all metal, all night, spice level 1,000. Grey Walker, metal band from Pittsburgh, Heartsick, metal band from Michigan, False Accusations, metal band from Wheeling, Seven Remedies, uh, metal band from Pittsburgh, and Onyx Eye, metal band from Pittsburgh as well. Uh, this will be Friday, the, uh, the 19th at Black Forge Coffee, 7 p.m., $5 cover, and it is a BYOB, and the rules say don't be a dick. So, <laughs> it's us right there. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Oh, my. So, we actually saw Grey Walker uh, at the Melbourne Music Festival. Uh, shout out to them. They put on a heck of a show. You did. I went in. It was By the way, we listened to the video afterwards, so a little bit of um, PSA. It was not too loud to play. Yeah. We'll post I, it on our Facebook I was, page later. I was scared to go live he with was, it. He was a little, little um, trigger shy. Yeah, I didn't want to go live with it. It's his very was, first time uh, doing of, Facebook of, Live. Of how loud it was in the area. I wasn't sure it was going to come out all right. And also some of the language there as well. Oh, my. But, I would uh, hate to have my Facebook page locked down because of that during that day. So Correct. So, But we did get some live video of Grey Walker. Um, those guys are great. Uh, their guitarist, Evan, he's a good dude. Uh, we like him a lot. So, um, yeah. We do apologize that we didn't get to see his other band, um, Byron Nash and Plan B. I totally was beat and exhausted and decided to X out on the rest of the day. Anyways. So, I think that's the events we have for this week. I think we're going to go ahead and take a break right now and come back with the not-so-family-friendly, he-said-she-said portion. Yep. So, hang tight. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That, How do you know that? He <laughs> <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for reading. I used to get girls till 1910 books. or so. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. Hey, Money Banks, tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. Okay, and we're back. And now it is time, once again, for... Headphones. Kick <laughs> the kids out the room. And it's he said, she said. Oh, you didn't do our little thing where you said he said and I said she said. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm fired. So it's time for... He said. She said. There it is. <laughs> and again, like you said, it is not safe for work for... So kick the kids and the boss out of the room and put on those headphones um, because this is where it can get a little bit raunchy. And Amanda came up with the topics this week, where the last couple weeks, I came up with them. And I struggled, so maybe you're going back to making the topics, because I struggled for like an hour. Maybe my brain just isn't functioning anymore But what's your week. first topic this week? Are confident women sexy? So this came up in a news article that, um, confident women are sexier than unconfident women, um, where if you're chic or, or shy or an introvert or things like that, you're a little less sexy than when you are confident and outgoing and work a room, basically. See, I, I'm just thinking right now of Freddie Prince Jr. and She's All That with Paul Walker and... Delaney, the girl in the movie. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Whenever you brought this topic up. Um, I thought about myself. When I have a very good, strong day where I'm feeling very good about myself, 
I am very much so like, grrr. But then when there are days that I don't feel very sure about myself, I'm like, where are my sweatpants and I need a cup of tea. Yes. We all have those days, though. But, no, honestly, confident women are sexy. Um, you know... I laughed when you said that because I was like... No, um, they, no, they are because... Why are confident women sexy? Because they don't need coddled. So it's not so much the way they look or act when they stand up straighter. It's the fact that they can handle their own shit. Right. Like, <laughs> confident women... But introverts can handle their own shit. Right, they can, and on a different level. But confident women are like, you know... But there's also that line of being a confident woman and being a bitch. Oh, and that... Yeah, okay. So so the confident woman, it's like, look, I, I have my own place. I have my own car. I can take care of myself. I have friends. I don't need you around 24-7 type thing is good. But then there's the whole... The confident women, it's like, the superpower women's, you know, I don't know, is it women's lib or is it, is it the... Well, careful where you cross the line there because women's lib isn't always the super powerful woman who doesn't need the man. It is the women who feel like they should be equal to man. Right. It is the, the power hungry CEO who will step on your neck on the way up. Yes. Is the power hungry confident woman that isn't very attractive to certain men. Some men it is very attractive. It and they're is. the ones that love being a sub in a relationship. Right. No I, again, it, it, there's that line of the confident women, but then also don't be a bitch about it either. And that goes along with men too. Um, and we'll get to that later. Is, is, you know, confident women are good. They know, confident women, you know what you want. You know what you need to get there. You know how you need to to, to do what you need to do. Um, in, in my business as a server and bartender, I work with several women that are very, very good at their job. They know what they're doing. They take care of what they need to take care of. And they can go out and relax, hang out, have a beer and a shot, do whatever, and be cool. Um, you know, and then there's other women out there that I've come across that are the shy, the you you gotta pretty much pull them out of that shell, and they can't hold a conversation and everything else like that. To be a well-read, a well-scripted, I guess is the word. I'm not sure, but you know, you know, to have a woman come up to me at a bar and be like, "Hey, how's it going? You want to go on a date?" Yeah, sure. You know, to compared to the ones that sit in the corner and you know suck on their fuzzy navel all night. He meant the drink, not his their own hairy navel. The hairy navels with vodka. Yeah, <laughs> they meant he meant the drink, not that women can't up keep their navel area. Uh, <laughs> I roll if you didn't hear that. <laughs> you can't hear an eye roll. Oh, I know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um. But no, confident women. That, that take care of themselves, present themselves well, are well-spoken. Because, uh, like, for me, I know, personally, I'm not always confident. I'm not. I, I'll, I'll say that there's something I want to do, and I go and do it. If I fail at the end of it, or it doesn't come out the way I hoped it would, I am not confident. But if I... I have the strange thing where I'll wake up in the morning and tell them, like, all right, it's going to be a normal day. I'm going to go work my one to four jobs. I'm going to come home. The house will be clean. I'm going to watch TV and, you know, take care of you. And there are days that I go through that and I wake up and have an amazing day. And I come home like, yeah, I'm a rock star. And the next thing you know is uh, you're on the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there are other days where I'm like, ugh, that day was crappy. Oh my god, it's horrible. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. And I'm like, I need a cup of tea and just go sit in the corner. Right, but also, I I also do believe that there is that age bracket with a confident woman. Oh, definitely. Because you have the women that that are in their, you know, college years and early 20s that aren't so confident. And then you have the ones that are in their... 
mid to late 20s that are ready to take on the world and, and so forth. And I find a lot of the women in their early to mid 30s are very confident, very self-sustainable. Um, that's because they've either already been through a long relationship, they're already divorced, or they have just decided that they're going to be single for the rest of their lives. So why not have the relationship the way they want it? Yeah. And that's sometimes where you have that confident woman. It's like the one that, you know, picks you up in the bar and, and you go home and you hang out with them. And like, and they're the ones that like pat you on the ass and be like, thanks, um, I'll give you a call later. And you're the one that's like, oh, did, that really, did I just get used for sex? Sometimes you're like, yes, I got used for sex. And there's some guys like, wow, I just got used for sex. Shit. But, I mean, again, that turns into... Again, we go back to the discussion that uh, I fully believe that women over the age of 30 know what they already want from a relationship because they've either played the field way too much or they are already divorced. And they know what they want. They're not afraid to say it. And if you're not willing to give it to them, they're going to tell you to get the fuck out. Yeah. And that's plain and simple. I mean, I know from personal experience, I know from friends who are over 30, I know that from people who are just recently divorced, that they're just done. They're fed up with the whole dating pool. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, yeah. I think that... So, confident women are sexy. They are. So, I just recently read a new book, too. I want to read this book that's talking about... um Ways to relieve your worry, because I think ninety percent of. <sighs> oh wait, that, wait, that's not an answer. <laughs> that's not an answer. That's a temporary fix. Damn. Um, I fully believe that what affects more and more confidence of women anymore is this ever eluding idea of worry. We worry from everything from how the government is affecting us, to our children, to our spouses, to our relationships. We worry, 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 because it's in our DNA. And then we lose confidence because things aren't working out the way it's supposed to be. So um, I think it kind of stems a little backwards into the fact that you shouldn't be worrying and you know, that's where your confidence is, is that you should just roll the dice and let it all fly. True. Men don't worry as much as women do. No, men don't worry as much. I worry about, hmm, shit, am I going to miss the play on this game because I have to go pee, or am I going to hold it? Like, Meanwhile, women <laughs> worry about if the rent got paid this week. You know, I worry about, you know, am I? what am I going to eat in the next five minutes? Or Meanwhile, we worry about, is the government taking away our right to birth control? You know, I, 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 I personally don't worry about a whole lot. I know what I have to deal with, and I, I, I kind of see it as a, you know, black and white. <laughs> Either yes, it can happen, or no, it can't. I mean, so. Yeah. So I think that definitely plays into our confidence. Right, and, and if you have a lot to worry about, it doesn't help you or any woman or whatnot uh, about, you know, fortunately in our situation, we don't have to worry about what time are you getting on with work and who's able to get the kids from school and who's able to make sure the dinner's on the table and who's going to get them bathed and who's going to get them to bed and this, that, and the other thing. True. Um, that's a lot of worry. I know a lot of people worry about. Um, and then there's a lot of single moms out there that you know, crush it on their own. Oh, yeah. And they worry about everything in their own way, and they don't, you know, when they turn around to have sex or start a relationship, they're very much so stumbling. Right, because, you know, and there's no proper age of your children or whatnot to... And especially <laughs> if you're divorced, oh, my goodness, because you've already been there, done that, and you're like, oh... Dating after divorce is cray-cray. Yeah. It, it definitely is. I mean, I know we were lucky that we didn't have to uh, go through that, but there are so many people I know who, right after they ended a long relationship or got divorced or anything like that, 
that the whole dating pool was all of a sudden completely different. They were either having to deal with online dating or they had to deal with meeting men at bars. And then, oh, the hilarious stories about, uh, I can't tell you how many times I talked to women who were recently divorced, um, who got back in the dating pool, go to a bar to meet a man, and they accidentally pick up a 20-year-old. Like, and present company included. That right before you and I got together officially, I was at a bar one night, had a great conversation with a man for like hours on end. We'd, we'd been talking till almost 2 o'clock in the morning. I was going in for the kill and I asked him how old he was and got faced with a 23-year-old. Yeah, and you could have been like, at that point, been like, well, come on in. Yeah, and I could have totally just faked it and been like, oh, I'll get a couple dates out of it and, you know, whatever. But nope, I literally was like, well, thanks for talking to me all night. And I literally got up and left and my girlfriends all just went, what the fuck happened? And I laughed and I told them and they're like, oh, he was 14 years younger than you. Oh. See, at a certain point, people say age is just a number, but we all know that you know, it affects everything. It affects women more than it does guys. It does. I will tell you that. It does affect women more than guys. A, a woman <sighs> holds a conversation all night with this guy and hangs out and does it. Because I've had several female friends of mine that I've been out with that were newly single or were currently single. And, you know, I get to play the, the, the male wing man of it, you know, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to talk. To, and they sit there and talk, and like, yeah. He's 23 or 24, and they're like almost 40. And they're like, nope, not doing that. I'm like, you know you could probably have just like a hell of a weekend, right? And they're like, yeah. Because they're, they're not but at we, that hell. But, because but the, we don't want that hell of a weekend anymore. Right? We want the relationship we want. Right. And there are some of the, the female friends of mine that are single. They're like, <laughs> fuck it, let's go. You know, <laughs> I honestly was not about to put that notch in my bedpost for some reason. I was like 20 something. No, thanks. Cause that's either going to bring a whole lot of barrel of crazy or that's going to bring a whole lot of like, what does he expect? Because he's dating a 30 something year old. Like at some point you just have to stop and go, what am I doing? And like my husband, my ex-husband is five years older than me. Yeah. So, I mean, there was no problem with age there. And, I mean, and we're lucky to be the same age. So, like, we're only months apart. So, I mean, I just, I can't picture being, like... 15 years. 15-year difference. You know what I mean? To somebody. I, I just can't. You know, and, and again, it's kind of like a double standard. Because guys, you know, for me being, you know, 38, I go out and I, you know, if there's a... 23 year old girl that's interested in me. Shit, oh, hell God, yeah. I don't even want to that's hear like about high that. five in your buddies. You're calling people, like, you're Facebook live and that shit. You know? You know, and then also, if you get Did the... you just say you had Facebook live nailing the girl? No. I mean. We may, have to may... have a serious talk about your mental, like, <laughs> stability and your social media ethics at this point. I wouldn't be Facebook live nailing the girl. But I'd definitely be like... This isn't Snapchat. Some videos and shit that my buddy's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Ew. That's a little degrading. <laughs> anyway. Ew. Well, I also, I do have to take the stance that, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed it's kind of annoying, but I'm more of the take care of the person type of relationship. You are. To where I'm like, are you fed? Are you clothed? Are your clean... Are your clothes clean? Are you feeling good today? Are you healthy? Um, you have the sniffles. Um, it, it, people have borderline said, like, I'm more motherly in a relationship than I am an actual, like, relationship. And I try not to do that. I try to draw my line in the sand and be like, all right, you're good. Brush it off. Here's your Band-Aid. Get the fuck back out there. Right. But instead, I do find myself, and I'm sure you've noticed it, when you wake up in the morning, I'm like, how you feeling? You feel all right? Oh, you got the sniffles? You okay? Can I get you something? No, go cook you know, me my fucking pancakes. Yeah, I do admit that I <laughs> that and say go make me my fucking pancakes. But the flip side of that is, is 
How would that feel to a 20-something-year-old to have this woman who's like 35, 34 come to you and be like, um, do you want me to do your laundry for you today? That shirt's a little dirty and dingy. You, you want to throw in the laundry and I'll take care of it? Like, don't cut your hair like that. Um, it, like, how, how would that feel? Uh, it depends on the particular guy. <laughs> probably because some guys probably got off on it. Right. Ew. Yeah. Uh, wow, we have five minutes left and we didn't even get to your, well, your the, well, the second topic that we have is, at what point does a confident man become a dick? <sighs> when he thinks that every single little thing about him is amazing. I There's a difference can... between confidence and, like, being, um, cock cocky. cocky? Yeah. Because well, guys can go overboard. We all know this. Like, if I find you staring at the mirror when you should be looking at me naked in front of you, then at that point, I figure something's wrong. And, and also, for the guy that's out there, and, and when you go out on it, and you've been on these dates, I'm sure, at some point in time where, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, they, they have the nice big house, they have the Mercedes or the Ferrari, and... You know, and, and, um, and I never met these men at Banana Joe's. <laughs> right, well, we're in a different era, uh, but I mean, and they walk around and, and they and they walk around with stacks of cash on them, and it's it's no, nope, those know, guys weren't at yeah, Bar Pittsburgh. Yeah, money can buy everything, and you know, don't worry about it. I can handle this. And then there's nothing I can't take care of. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and 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 it's more about what, and they show off what what they have and what they've achieved compared to. And they're also the same, like, 45-year-old guys that you see rolling around in that nice, you know, fancy sports car or fancy Benz or Beamer or whatnot that are always with the unconfident early, mid-20-somethings. I have a flip side of that because most of the men I know who drive really, really nice cars who are, like, in their late 20s, early 30s to into their early 40s um, are all, like... Um, tech geniuses or startup yeah. guys. Right, right. So, I mean, honestly, like, uh, at yeah. this day and age, when I was in my 20s and dating like crazy, no, those guys did not exist. Um, it was the era of the early 2000s where if you drove a flashy car, it was just because you were making up for something else wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, small penis. Um... So, honestly... Wait a minute. I drove some fancy cars. And we all know what's wrong with you. It's not your small penis. I hate to break it to you. Oh, I'm just a dick. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you were also one of those dicks that wrapped those nice cars around buildings because you were too intoxicated to drive home. <laughs> so, or, anyway... Or wrecked them at 100 mile an hour up 279. And yeah, sissy, you know... Raced them and so forth, yeah. I, I like honestly, things that go fast. I just want to go God. fast. And this is why you're not allowed to have a car now. Because <laughs> I'm not going to the hospital every five minutes. Anyways, there is a difference between confidence and being a douchebag. Being a douchebag is the guy that stares in the mirror constantly. The guy who takes a thousand and a half selfies but never includes you in one. It is the guy that... Um, talks about himself and his car and his life more than, and then doesn't stop to ask you anything about yourself. Doesn't hold a conversation with you, holds a conversation at you. Pretty much. Uh, hangs out with his boys more than he hangs out with you. Um. Uh, yes and no, because there have been this new wave of relationships to where there's non-attachment things. But, uh, but also... To where the girl could just be like, see ya... Um, text me if you want to hang later, and then they're out the door. Right, so but, there's but also a difference the guys that. that, how about the ones that always have to pick the restaurant to go to, always have to <sighs> pick the dates, always have to pick yeah. this. That's borderline dominance in, of yeah. the relationship again. Right. But anyways, I digress. Um, and of course the confident man is the man that has the nice car, has the nice house, has everything, but is humble about it. And they've worked hard to get those items. But they just think, hey, it's my normal life. You know what, though? But I've met several guys, and there's a couple that I know that we grew up with, that you wouldn't know that they had 
you know X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. That I know, just talking to them, being friends with them, that I know they got about a mil and a half, two mil in the bank, and investments or anything else like that. But dude still drives like a, a Hyundai Elantra, and you know has a small, normal house in Westview. Yeah. And you know hangs out and still goes to like, you know dollar draft night and quarter wing night and everything else like that. And and you, you wouldn't know if he had two nickels to rub together or the two mil in the bank he has. Right. I mean, and, and he earned that money. He didn't fall into it, uh, you know, but we have that aspect too. And like you said, you, you in the tech world a lot, a lot of those guys, I mean, they'll, they'll buy a nice vehicle and they'll have a moderately sized house and they'll have... But I tell you what, they work three or four jobs. Yeah, they work... Or they work a main job and have a side job. Right. Everybody's got a side hustle now. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. We are done for tonight, today. Tune in next week as we discuss more things to do in and around the city and more fun. Where to eat, drink, and be seen in the city. Have a good week. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiversEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.